Hello and welcome to the UK Scriptwriters Podcast with me, Danny Stagg. And me, Tim Clegg. We're, we're somewhere noisy, though. We're in noisy. We're in the home of British cinema, I'm going to say it loud and proud. We're at BAFTA today doing a talk for their Bugsy Malone celebrations. But yes. we're here uh, at the back of the restaurant, so if you can hear some noisy kids in the background, <laughs> I that's, can. that's the Bugsy Malone celebrations. But we're here with uh, agent Gene Kitson from Kitson Press Associates. Associates, easy for me to say. Hello, Gene. Hello. <laughs> She's real. She's real. She exists because we wanted to talk to an agent and chat all yes. things agents. Because one of the most common questions we get all the time, wherever we go, is how do you get an agent? Do you really need an agent? What does an agent actually do? Yeah. And um, so we answer them as best we can. But we can, but we thought we'd, we'd, we'd come and get it straight from the source because there is a bit of, like, do I need one, I suppose, is, is a lot of people's questions. Mm-hmm. Or they always think they do need one. Or they definitely know they do need one, but actually they're not sure what you do do all day. Do you know Fair what you enough. do all day? I know you? what I do all day, okay. but it changes all the time. It's a very interesting job. Yeah. I so. mean, just to give you the the bad view, so oh, yes. there'll be some uh, sort of people just coming into the beers and uh, they think uh, that, uh, you know, they're the writer and you're like, if you like, the salesperson and you're out either flogging their spec scripts for them or trying to get work for them. That's how they see your role mm-hmm. as an agent. I'm sure you know that, maybe. Yeah. Speak going to various talks yourself. How do you see the role and what do you do all day? Fair enough. Well, I think the role of an agent um, is, is probably quite different from how it was 20 years ago. And I think the first thing to say about an agent is... They are not this amazing, mysterious person who will get you work. But an agent is somebody who works for you uh, and, you know, like a service industry, like a lawyer, like an accountant, but you don't pay them up front. You only pay them from your earnings. You pay a percentage, usually between 10 and 15% of your earnings. So they only make money when you make money. So a lot of people find it very difficult to get an agent. And the first thing I always say slightly in defence of that and I think that a lot of people don't understand, is that an agent is your route to the market for film and television scripts. So an agent is only going to be interested in taking on a writer who is ready for the market. I know it sounds very obvious, but I think a lot of people think, I've got a great script, I'm ready for the market. And that is not necessarily true. So by the time I, as an agent, would take somebody on, I would usually expect them to have something under their belt. Now, that something can be very varied. Um, It can be a really interesting theatre show, maybe that's been up in Edinburgh or had a small tour or had some great reviews. It can be a short film. It can be a podcast. I mean, the great thing now is kind of the means of production are much more in the hands of the people, Mm. is that you as a young writer or a new writer can get out there and make some of your material or get your material out there. So... I get a lot of approaches saying, I've written a script. I've just graduated. I've written a script. And that's all it says. And I won't read that script because I get 30 to 50 of those a week and I have to differentiate. So first thing that an agent does is take your work to market. And what that means is that we will represent you as a writer so not necessarily your spec script or your original project or this film you want to make but you as a writer to the market and I think the thing you have to understand is that we rarely sell a project we are selling the writer so what I need to know when I take somebody on is that 
not only can you write a really awesome story and a really good script and great characterization and great narrative and I really want to know what happens next, etc. You know, that kind of goes without saying. But I also need to know that you can work collaboratively with people. I know that you can maintain your creative integrity while listening to other people and taking on their notes, that your work can change and develop as other people bring other things to it, directors and cast, but also script developers, even designers. You know, being a screenwriter is not like being a novelist. You don't come up with a finished thing. That is what goes out. Your script is a blueprint mm. for something that changes and develops and hopefully becomes better. It won't always. Um, how, do you, how do you judge that, though? Because the writing skills, you've got that spec... You've got script. the Is that why you're looking at that other work, e.g., Edinburgh show? Because yes. it shows that they've got the, I don't know what you call it really, the kind of gumption to go out and get something going on. Absolutely. And that you can work professionally, you can work mm. with other people. And for me, that is incredibly, you know, especially getting people started in television. Um, it's incredibly important to be able to prove that to producers and script editors. And that is the bit that is incredibly hard. That you can have had great script training, maybe you've done an MA. Um, and maybe you're writing great scripts, but it is very hard to prove that you can do that. So I really want people who can do that. So just a little bit back to the role of an agent. So my job is to get you as a writer into conversations with script editors and producers, and they will read your first script, and then they will undoubtedly want to read something else because they can see what you can do in this script. What else can you do? What else does your voice do? How else would you tell a story? Or do you just have, you know, they need to see that you've got range mm. and depth and they're interested in the sort of stories you want to tell. So I get your, an agent will get your work out there and get you into conversations with people. But then it is your job as a writer to develop and maintain those relationships and those conversations. So my job as an agent is to get you in front of the people who I think will chime with your work. And that, for me, is a really creative bit of my job, is think of the producers and script editors I know. Who will respond to this writer? Who will enjoy their work? Who will get what they're trying to do? And that's why I'll often meet writers... I will always meet a writer that I take on, is because I need to get to the heart of who it is you are, what it is you want to write and come up with a strategy, and then I need to find the right people for you and the people I think you will get on with and develop an ongoing relationship with. So my job is to get you into those conversations, but then you, as the writer, need to develop those conversations, develop those relationships. And there's a lot that you can do as a writer to go out, to talk to new script editors, you know, the people who are starting their careers at the same time you are starting yours, and that you can have an ongoing relationship with. And I think the thing that a lot of newer writers coming out of course, I, courses, I think, do not understand is that it is not about, and I've said this before, but it is not about this project, the script you have now. It is your career as a writer. And it's the relationships that will take you through your career. So the people who are the young script editors now will be the producers or they'll be the commissioners of drama in 10, 15 years' time. And if you're starting your career now, say you're 25, 30, 35, you know, 35 is still pretty young for a screenwriter. By the time you are absolutely hitting your professional stride at the age of 50, I know that sounds scary, but you know, that's, that's yeah, when yeah. these relationships will really pay off. So my job is to get you into those relationships. My job is to meet producers and script editors and find out who they are, what they're looking for. A little bit of it is 
we're looking for writers for this show, who would you recommend? But I must say that's by far and away the smallest part of it. It's much more to do with relationship building and keeping your name in front of people so that when they are ready to commission somebody for a show, you're on their radar already. So that's the how I take a writer to market in a nutshell. Mm. Then the other things that uh, an agent does for you is... It's the backroom stuff. So once you've got that commission, we will negotiate your contract for you and we will get you the best fee that we possibly can because we've got wide industry experience of what you should be getting at this point in your career. We will also uh, invoice and take the money on your behalf. And so from that, we take our commission and then send on to you the rest of yours. This is the nuts and bolts of it. Um, agents are governed by um, employment agencies' law, so we have to pay out to clients within 10 days of receiving money. So that's the boring bit of it. Um, but then the other bit that's really important about an agent is to have somebody on your side and who's somebody who shares your creative vision and also the vision for your career. So somebody who can sit down and go with you and say, what is it that you want to do? And you say what it is you want to do. And an agent can go, that's great. I don't think we can get there from here. I think we need to go this way to try Mm. and get towards it and to try and do it. So career guidance. Career guidance. And also, um, and and this is especially true in the early stages with, with newer writers, is to be quite involved in the work. Now, different agents tend to be involved to different degrees with the work. I tend to put quite a lot of work... In, in treatments and in and, and, and in scripts in the early stages, but I do not expect it to be my job to teach a writer how to write. No, no. It, it's more a question of having a sounding board, um, but I won't give detailed, detailed script notes on, on a script. I don't see that as my job. I'm not a script editor. I'm not a script developer. I'm an agent. I want something that's pretty much ready to go. So my advice will tend to be more along that if we did this, I think it will fit this gap in the market better. If we did this with it, I think it will interest these production companies a little bit more. So it's very market-focused rather than this is what you need to do for the scripts. So again, this comes back to I need a writer to be pretty much market ready to be somebody who's got the critical facilities to rewrite and rewrite their own work to get it good enough to send out possibly has other people that you will use to critique your work as well as the agent yeah um, and for me, the really enjoyable bit of, of my work is that long-term nurturing of a career. You know, that sitting down with clients regularly, at least every six months, to kind of work through where is it we're we going, what are we aiming for, what are our targets. Sometimes you will hit it, sometimes an opportunity will come up, will take us off in a different direction. Um, and so I think it's really important when you as a writer are interviewing an agent, and I put it that way around rather than mm. the other way around, you need to find someone who you think understands what you want to do creatively and shares in that vision. Because it should be a long-term nurturing relationship. I mean, you have to understand that for a, an agent, if you take on a writer at the beginning of their career, it will probably be, be approximately three years until you're, you as a writer are making... Um, a living wage and probably six years if all goes super well until you're making a good living and for that time your agent is going to be earning very little so when you take off what you know an agent's expectation is that our time and our investment in newer writers then gets repaid and the job becomes quite different when an, when a writer becomes in demand and successful so yeah, there's yeah. a much less knocking on doors then it's much more what should you be doing as a writer which of these different opportunities are the ones we're going to concentrate on so it becomes you know the 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 
the wheel shifts round a little. Uh, from that moment as an agent where we're pushing a new writer, selling, 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 mm. and then it becomes much more a management job, mm. ideally, in the ideal career. Well, the, the most common misconception I hear about agents, and this, this is from newer writers, graduates, and s actually some writers who a already have agents, is that they expect something to happen. Mm -hmm. They expect, I've got my agent, and they almost celebrate that fact and think the work is going to roll in. And I don't know why this misconception still kind of reigns in a way, because there's so much kind of kudos, I suppose, attached to having an agent. Yes. So it is an achievement and it is something to be kind of noted. But as you were talking about, it's all very practical things that have to occur once you have an agent. I mean, are you like, is the writer ready? Do they have more than one script? Yes. Are they focused in terms of where they want to go with their career? Can you help them with that kind of particular path? All that type of thing. Um, I mean, what advice would you give to just newer writers out there in terms of approaching an agent even? What's the best kind of way to, to get represented, I guess? I think it is really be honest about if you're ready. Um, I mean, you can get on somebody's radar early, but as I say, I'm unlikely to read something where somebody just approaches me going, hello, I'm a new writer, I've written a script. So I think being able to come to an agent with some experience is incredibly useful. Um, and certainly, if you're off putting on shows in Edinburgh and things, uh, or short films, or short or films, you you will get a, you will get agents approaching you. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, the approaches to me that make my ears prick up, that make me think, yes, this is a script that I will read, is any experience, a recommendation from somebody I, I I know and respect who has seen their work and likes their work. Um, so it is a real, this is an approach, an email that's short and to the point that says, this is who I am, this is where I am in the industry, this is what I've achieved, this is where I want to go. I really want to be writing in mainstream television. I really want to write long-form thrillers. I really want to be writing... To, to be honest, for me as an agent in the UK, someone saying, I want to be writing Hollywood blockbusters makes me go, mm, you're not the right person for me. So do go and look at the mm. agent that yeah. you're approaching and what it is they're doing and what their main area is. Uh, so a targeted and personal approach rather than a blanket approach to all agents is useful because different agents do specialise or, or, or specialise in different things or have core areas. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's really have something to bring to the table above and beyond a script because that script is going to take me time to read. So you've got to give me that reason to read a script and why I'd be interested in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once, yeah, go on. I was going to say, presumably, some of the other things that you'd be looking out for is people that have that good industry knowledge and already building some contacts, for example, shadow schemes and that kind of stuff. Does that all count? Yes. More, almost as much as the script because it shows that they're already knocking on the right doors and they're starting to know people in the biz. Absolutely. And it is that question, at what point do I need an agent? Um, certainly of people I've taken on in the recent years, uh, one person has had um, a play on at Edinburgh and extremely well reviewed. Uh, another person already had a radio play... Um, under a belt and was very much on sort of the BBC Writers Room North radar. Mm. Another person had already done a couple of episodes of Doctors. Um, another person had been a storyliner on um, EastEnders. So again, they hadn't yet got 
an original commission, mm. but they were very much in that story. Yeah. You yeah. know, they were They're in, in the that mix. world already. Yeah. They were in that mix. And indeed, you know, thinking about storylining or script researching jobs or development jobs, you know, you don't necessarily need to take a straight path to writing. Just go and get involved in theatre or television or feature film because then those connections will start to mm. come. Um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I have taken on one person on the strength of a script that I really liked but interestingly enough he'd done the NFTS producing course and again I knew he knew the world I knew he brought with him a certain professionalism but I am finding it very hard to to launch people without that amount of experience and I think the thing you have to understand is that agents you know we don't have the jobs we as, as you said Danny a lot of people think that if you've got an agent that's it the work will follow we are selling your work as much as you are. We are just in a privileged... We're, we're, a, we're, a gate, we're gatekeepers and we're in a privileged position where we have relationships of trust with producers and script editors um, so that if I send a script to somebody, the whole point of having an agent is that that producer will read a script going, this has come from Gene or this has come from such and such an agency. I know it will be of a certain quality. Mm. It doesn't mean in the end that they will take that writer on yeah, or give no. that writer a job but it will get it through the door and it will get it read and that if you want to be really blunt in the end is all I can do in the end you the writer and your script is what's going to get you the job not me the agent yeah. I can get you in front of the right people mm, the contacts yeah that's exactly very important because uh, I do hear agented writers sometimes complain that their agent doesn't do enough and all that kind of stuff or I haven't heard from my agent or she didn't put me forward for this opportunity that they had heard of and that kind of thing but oh, that always kind of says negative things about the writer in my view because yeah. you know I mean I say this because myself and Tim are obviously quite proactive and we always have been but I've never even I mean I've had two or three agents in my lifetime mm-hmm. uh, but I've never expected them to, you know, pick up the phone to me or or email me to say I'm, I've got you in here. Um, I've always, I've always tried to spearhead it. Just to kind of put some figures around it because that helps people understand even better. How many uh, writers or people do you represent currently? As an organisation, do you know off the top of your head? <laughs> as an organisation, I don't know because as my colleague Julie yeah. Press's clients. I represent about 27 writers, okay, so and I like it. So that's a niche thing, isn't it? You're to talking. Be, yeah, yeah, no, to it's be. not like 100 or something like no. that. No, I mean... Uh, so it's difficult, that's what I'm saying. Yes. You're, you're, if you're looking to take on someone a 28th, Yes. You know, I mean, that's like, uh, that's a big ask. If someone's looking to, to, yes. to join that exclusive yes. club, if you see what I mean. So that's why it's difficult, isn't it, for yeah. people to, 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 to get an agent, is that you can only represent, because you want to do a good job by your clients. Yes. You want, can only represent a, 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 small, a smallish number and do a job well. Exactly. And the, and the other thing is you have, uh, is that an agent effectiveness depends on how well they are respected within the industry so I need to make sure that I am sending that I'm not sending out lots of stuff willy nilly to a lot of producers everything I send out is very very targeted and there are a couple of shows where a client has wanted to be put up for it and I think I don't want to put you up for this because I don't think you're ready for it and I'll be completely honest here, I have another client who I think is more ready for it, who I want to prioritise. And all writers who are with an agency will be subject to this. Now, if you trust your agent, 
to not be, you know, that you're not constantly second rung, that, you, that when I think you are right for that show, I will absolutely be putting you up for it, and it will be right to do so, and that when I do so, your work will be treated with respect and, and read um, properly. It's much better than if I put ten people up for the mm-hmm. same job because then really nobody's got a chance for getting it. So there are times when clients of mine would like to be put up for jobs and I don't put them up for it, and for a good reason. And one of the reasons where an agent and a client may fall out is because if the client really thinks that their agent is not putting them up for the things that they think they are ready for, then you've got a break in your relationship. Right. Either the agent is wrong or the writer is wrong. Mm-hmm doesn't really matter who is wrong if you can't resolve that in a conversation about where you think about where your agent thinks you should be placed at the moment then you've got to break in trust so you should have a trusting relationship with your agent but i appreciate it's quite difficult because agents are off doing their thing a lot of the time now if you had a if you hired a pr firm at the end of every week or month whenever it is your pr form would report to you exactly who they sent your work to tick 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 agents just aren't geared up to work in that way because our work is quite free form there are a lot of conversations that we have um in in, not in passing but you know it isn't often a definite i'm pitching this writer for this job it's much more oh you should really think about so and so or i've taken on somebody great they're working on a spec script and when i've got it i'll send it to you and it's much more relationship bit built so it's quite hard for us to report back yes. to writers with, exactly with, what with it is stats. exactly no. now when i'm trying to sell a particular project that's much more simple i say yes i've sent it out to so and so and usually i will discuss with my client the plan about where we want it to go and who i'm going to send it to and sometimes i'll say well, actually i don't want to send it to this company i don't think they're right but i do that as a conversation with my clients um other agents work in different ways i think a you know base question how much contact should you have with your agent it is a very personal relationship. So this is, um, you know, it's not something that I can sit here and go, this is what you yeah, should do. Yeah, yeah. For me, as kind of a baseline, I try and make sure that I have a detailed strategy conversation with each of my clients once every six months. It doesn't always work out like that. Sometimes clients are really busy. Sometimes we're involved in something that's developing much more quickly. So actually we happen to be on the phone to each other quite regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's something yeah. going on. On the whole, how much should your agent speak to you? Again, it depends what's happening. If you're sending out your first spec script and waiting for responses on it, you'll probably have a few conversations with your agent at the very beginning of your relationship, and then you need to let them get on with it for probably about three to four months, and then get back in touch. But one thing that's really... There's no reason why, when you are meeting the person who becomes your agent for the first time, is to ask them, how do you work with your agents, How uh, your clients, how often do you expect to be in touch, how do you work this process? Um, Because I think setting those those parameters early on is is really useful. Can I ask one question that um, still hangs around... Um, uh, even though you feel it shouldn't be an issue but it still niggles away in people's minds (laughs) for like 20 years we've been hearing it which is about um, you know you don't have an agent at the minute say you're a writer but you've done a few things so you're feeling I could get one now Mm -hmm. Uh, is it 
bad or good form or indifferent to approach a few different agents at once. Oh, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, there used to be a thing, and people Same. still worry about yeah. it. Nah. Do you remember this, Danny? I still, do. And that will still get raised at every workshop or conference that we go to. It's people talking about it. So as far as you're concerned, that's no. that, that's that's forget about all that rubbish. <laughs> Maybe I don't have that big an ego, but I think <laughs> no. I think if you're at that point where you go, where you're saying to someone. I've done this by myself. I'm at the point yeah. where I'm, I, I think I'm ready for an agent. Yeah. I'm approaching a few people. That's fine. To be honest, put it to rocket up people a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, miss it or miss out. <laughs> again, I would still say look out for, you know, do your research as much as you can. Most agencies have websites now, apart yeah. from independent. Yeah. They never have, have they? No, they never have. Um, they're, they're a bit more American styley like that, and it's to do with the fact they don't want to know who's on. They don't want other people to know who's on their actors' books. Okay. I think mm. <clears throat> that's my opinion. Right. Don't sue me. Out there now, Jean. I know. Um, right. But yes, go and do your research and and pick four or five who you think look like a good match. Good fit. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't paper the town. Mm. No, no, no. But I, I see no problem in approaching more than one person at a time. Yeah. All right, good shout. Well, we'll probably want to wrap it up there, Danny. Yeah, we do. We have to cut this one short, unfortunately. Because we've got to go and do our own talk. Yeah. Keep telling the kids how it is. <laughs> with their writing career yeah. we probably won't go into this side of it with them uh, we'll keep it light yeah we'll keep it light <laughs> just we won't hey, talk about business are but. you going to be at the London Screenwriters Festival no we, we might, we, well we might be we don't know yet we don't know yet I don't think we so. usually kick around in some shape or form but yeah we're not sure we yet last year. we've been quite busy travelling around already mm-hmm. um, so we've been doing a lot of the kids stuff this year so uh been to, we've been to festivals and we've been to Dublin and we're, I'm going back to Belfast. So we're getting around. We're getting around. And well, so, yeah, Nelson and we're being seen around. Nelson Nutmeg's getting around. So we're quite talking about being visible. We're trying to keep visible ourselves, Gene. Don't worry. We're trying to do our best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do, I'll, well, I'll do a little plug for my session there. I'm going to be at the London School oh, Writers Festival. There, yeah. I'm going okay. to do a section, session called The Practical Writer. All right. Oh, uh, better. Uh, Possibly 3.30, <clears throat> I think, on Friday the 2nd. Okay. Uh, so if Good. anyone's around, I will see you then. And we'll pl- plug our book while you're there. I will do. <laughs> right, yeah, <but laughs> no you, problem. Your website is kitsandpress.co.uk. That's right. And we've got a list of um, clients. Who would you say is your best client? <laughs> my Jean? best client is Danny Stack. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Oh, how <laughs> shameless. Yeah. Oh, You've been dear. my agent now for two years, I believe. Yes. Yay. So uh, we're obviously was, still in speaking terms. There was plenty of time for either of you to quit during that. Yeah, yeah. yeah without yeah. any shame. Quit while ahead. No, whatever. Okay, so that's it, uh, uh, listeners. Um, but we'll catch you again soon with some more great interviews. Uh, UK scriptwriters, you know us. Check out our book on Amazon, UK scriptwriters survival handbook. Find us on uh, iTunes. Find us on Podomatic. Everywhere on your Twitter, Facebook. Just look for UK scriptwriters. We'll be there, and we'll catch you all soon. Cheers, Cheers then. Bye. Say bye, Jean. Bye. 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 bye.